1: is BBC Radio 5 Live.
2: Good morning and welcome to 5 Live Saturday Breakfast with Laura McGee and Nick Bright. And if you're waking up this morning, then it's here, that magical weekend in August when all is right with the world again.
3: Yes, the Premier League is back and fans are back too. An incredible night last night at a full capacity Brentford Community Stadium and there's no sweeter sound unless, of course, you're an Arsenal fan like me.
2: Brentford. And the shot! Brentford score! Canyons with a right foot shot. He's the history man for Brentford. Yes, yeah, sensational scenes. 74 years since they were last in the top flight, and Brentford made it a memorable return, beating Arsenal. Sorry, Nick. To nil. The
3: crowd still sounded great I can give them (laughs) that. The highs for Brentford uh, the lows for Arsenal but a capacity crowd in the English top flight last night for the first time in more than 500 days and regardless of the result there really is no better sight. So how would Brentford Brentford manager Thomas Frank judge his team's performance?
0: More than a 10 out of 10 performance
1: in terms of The atmosphere, the constant singing, constant backing throughout the game, amazing.
2: Yes, more than 10 out of 10 from Brentford last night. What
3: about Arsenal, Nick? Uh, No comment on that. Stories (laughs) everywhere, though. Uh, Where you look this weekend, there is a a story coming out of your ears. How will Chelsea line up before Lukaku comes out of quarantine? Will Jack Grealish make an impact? What about
2: Harry Kane tomorrow? Yes, all that to come. And Man United and Leeds at 12.30 will get things going later. And United will be looking to build on that second place from last year. But Leeds in their first game couldn't be a tougher first test.
3: It will definitely be one to watch. But United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is confident. Confident that new boy Jaden Sancho is ready to take his
0: chance. He's had a good week, he's uh, gelled really well in the, in the group, and he's uh, looked sharper than uh, expected almost. BBC
3: Radio 5 Live, the voice of the UK. Saturday
0: breakfast.
2: Listen live, pause, rewind, and discover with the BBC Sounds app.
3: Yeah, it's Saturday Breakfast. She's Laura McGee. I'm Nick Bright. We'll do it like the one show. Why not? (laughs) Um, It's so exciting to be talking about the Premier League again. Uh, But as I keep alluding to, slightly less excited about Arsenal's chances for the next nine months. But unbelievable scenes for Brentford. I should point out all these Arsenal references. I'm just rebalancing the equilibrium here on Radio 5 Live. uh, Because if you ever listen to Nihal Arfanayaka... On in the afternoon. All he does is talk about Spurs. So I'm just <laughs> readdressing that. Uh, on a mission. Yeah. A
2: one man mission.
3: Uh, 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 to be fair, when I covered for him a couple of weeks ago, I didn't mention Arsenal once. Oh, well done. And it was a big regret, actually. We'll,
2: we'll get it all in today. Not, not for the good reasons, unfortunately, for you. S-
3: slightly better when it's on his show, though, isn't it? To be fair. Uh, right. Anyway, Billy Grant is a Brentford fan and Robbie Lyle is from AFTV. How are you doing, fellas?
1: listen'm uh. I'm, that's I'm, I'm Billy here and as you can hear from my voice I'm absolutely wicked I've had about I don't know two hours sleep and I'm <laughs> I'm coughing I've been shouting I've been singing that was one hell of a night last night and I'm very 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 happy
3: Robbie I should say I could, I could hear you about to come in and the difference between like <laughs> Billy's voice and yours it was it was quite
1: something just then
0: I'll, I'll just say that I'm complete opposite to everything he just said. <laughs> it, well, tell you
1: something. I'm going to say something now. Listen, Robbie, I noticed you didn't. I saw you a couple of days ago, Robbie, at the stadium and you were chirpy and yeah. happy. And you said you were going to come and look for me last night. I couldn't find you last night, Robbie. I think you did. You took a taxi yeah, I know, and you, so. went all, you went all the way home already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we were out till four in the morning last night, mate. You didn't come and join the party, did you?
0: Yeah, no, I was missing in action, mate. Um, I needed to take a break after that, you know what I mean? No, I, I was going to look for you, but I thought, nah, I, I've met so many other Brentford fans on my way to trying to find you. I was like, nah, I can't handle Billy. <laughs> it, 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 it was a
3: nightmare performance for, for Arsenal, and we'll get into that in a bit, Robbie. But Billy, for you, just, just sum up what it meant as a
1: Brentford fan to, to see that yesterday. Listen, I'll sum up what it meant for me. But I, we went back to the pub afterwards. We drinking the globe, and I went there afterwards. I looked on the TV. I saw a Brentford fan crying, he had tears in his eyes. That it, that, that just encapsulates, sorry, my, my, encapsulates exactly what it feels for a Brentford fan. You know what I'm saying? Years and years and years, we have, you know, listen, I've supported them for 40 odd years. We have been Division 4, Division 3, you know, Division 2, you know, I've been to Grimsby, I've been to Accrington Stanley, I've been to Scumford. Those are the places that I'm used to going to. Listen, yesterday was just, we we just are happy to be there. Turn up, Arsenal turn up in our stadium, they turn up in the pub beforehand, we give them the manners. We're happy for that, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we're thinking in the back of our heads We're going to do the, you know, we're going to go out there and compete. And for us to go out there, show the world we can actually play football, where most of the world for the last 10, 15 years have been going Bradford, Brentford, Brentwood. Like no one even knows where the hell we are, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So for that, I'm thinking that has actually put Brentford telling people on the map and I was so so happy about that you know what
3: I'm saying yeah and and Robbie from from your perspective um as an Arsenal fan a very famous Arsenal fan as well you must have got a lot of stick at the ground when you're when you're leaving that's for sure but what what went wrong on the pitch
0: oh well I think um you've just heard it there from Billy and we did me and him did speak a few days ago I was down by the ground and one thing that I knew was going to happen is that it was going to be a really good atmosphere because, as he's just described, this they've just come back. Well, they're, they're into the Premier League. And also, that they were going to be really, really up for the game. And what shocked me about Arsenal was how underprepared we were. I mean, every Arsenal fan will know that throughout this whole summer, we've looked undercooked, we've looked underprepared. And then when we're going into the game and we hear there's no Abameyang, no Lacazette. They're both injured. Gabrielle's out. We know injured. Um, Eddie and Ketter even injured. Thomas Partey. We was already, you know, missing some of our real key players. But even so, that's no excuse. And we just looked underprepared and just undercooked in the whole game. Mm. We weren't up for it. They were very, very direct. I mean, at some point <laughs> I saw those stripes in them, and the way they did. I was like, it's like we're playing Stoke all over again. But, <laughs> I'm not going to um, hold it against them because they had a plan and it worked. It worked and we were just very, very poor. And I think Mikel Arteta is already under a lot of pressure with Arsenal fans because, as I said, throughout the summer, there's some key positions that every Arsenal fan has felt we need to strengthen in and we need to freshen. And what we saw yesterday was just what we see last season and what we've seen the season before. The only difference was last night to last last season is that we were there to see it in, yeah. in, in, in living colour. And, and, um, and we had a my, nice my, kit
3: on as well, I think it's fair we, to say. We've always
0: got great kits and a yeah. poor team. And the, the only thing, the only positive for me last night was actually being back at a game. I thought the Arsenal fans were brilliant. And I thought the Brentford fans were brilliant. And, um, you know, they 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 were brilliant, their fans, yesterday. Oh, yeah. You've got to hand it to them. and Sort of, you know, deep down... Um, I was sort of like, you know, if we're right, we're going to lose to anybody, lose to them because I was kind of happy for their fans yeah. and what it meant to them. But for us, this is a really, really worrying time, I feel, even after one game. And I'm trying not to, you know, get carried away. But it is worrying, the yeah.
3: signs. What you're seeing on the pitch is, is most definitely worrying uh, as yeah. an Arsenal fan. Billy, um, Robbie alluded to it there. The Brentford fans were great. We saw your gaffer as well, Thomas Frank, really kind of hyping up the fans, which was nice. But also a, a really nice moment in the game was when Bakayo Saka came on. Obviously, you know, off the back of being racially abused after missing the penalty in the Euros. The Brentford fans gave him a standing ovation.
1: Listen, yeah. I mean, I was there at the Euros. I was there every single game, as Robbie knows. I've been to 15 tournaments of England, so I go there every time. So what happened at the Euros final really upset me. But at the end of the day, you know, Brentford fans, and I've, again, I've told Robbie this. He knows this. We've got manners, as we say. We've told Brentford fans we invite them down to our pubs. You know, we've got no segregation in our place. You come down, you behave yourself. We'll chat with you, even buy you a drink, and we'll sit down and we'll chill out. And that's what we do. And that's what happened before the game. And I knew that would happen when Saka came on, that Brentford fans would give him the respect, you know, that is due and he's a rival player, but that doesn't matter. So that's what happened. And I mean, I'm literally sitting here at the moment now. I mean, I co-edited the besotted podcast, Pride of London, and I'm editing our post-match podcast now. Put it up. It'll be up in 15 minutes from now. You have to check <laughs> it out. The atmosphere in the ground. I'm talking to the fans directly after the game game Brentford fans and Arsenal fans as well and the atmosphere there is wicked but I have to also give a big up as well because Rob Rowan who is our technical director as well who died at the age of 28 also on the 28th minute there was a big round of applause for him He was a very good friend of mine mm. myself Laney I'm, si- I'm, I'm lying on his couch at the moment now slept at his house He was a big friend of besotted and he's one that shaped Brentford to be where they are now so you also have to give respect for Rob Rowan he wanted to be here today because if, if it wasn't for him Brentford wouldn't be in this position now. But listen, last night, mate, I'm telling you, here Robbie said that we were Stoke City. Listen, <laughs> we, we laugh because Stoke City, mate, listen, I'm gonna tell you, in our division, Stoke City, they they killed us last season because they played their direct football. But what Thomas Frank, I think, has been able to do, he tactically outdid Arteta because the fact is that No, he we, did, he did. Yeah, we played we we play a passing game football, but sometimes we realise that you've got to mix it up. And we mixed it up yeah. good last night. And Arsenal weren't able to cope with it. So if you have to go direct at times, you do it. Yeah. But we also played no, the no, ball yeah, out, played it out from the back. Ivan Tony Listen, was winning I'm,
3: everything as well up, up top, this, that's for sure.
1: He yeah. killed Ben White. Say, ben White, I'm mate, not, fifty million pounds. He killed him.
0: I'm not i I'm not dropping it I'm not oh, I'm joking. I'm just saying it was very similar to how I've seen Stoke play over the years. But as I said, it worked. And if you've got like if you've got something that works and you, you've got to deploy something different, you should try it. And that's one of the problems with Arsenal at the moment. We don't. That one of the worrying things is that there doesn't seem to be a plan, and um, that's coming from the manager and the owners as well. I don't know what the plan is. We seem to be all over the place at the moment, and that's what's been very disturbing. Nick, I'm sure you'll relate mate, you know, um, to, right. to what we're seeing at the moment with Arsenal.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to get sucked in too much. Got my BBC hat on, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not good. I think it's fair to say. Um, but before we let you guys go, I wanted to, we're talking about pre-match rituals on the show today. Um, we're getting people to text in on 85058 at BBC5 Live on Twitter. Um, Robbie, I think you said you've tried everything.
0: I've tried a lot. I've tried, you know, wearing a certain shirt only. I've tried, I've done everything, man, and nothing works with this club, right? <laughs> so now all I've decided to do is say a little prayer <laughs> right before <coughs> I go to the game and make my way. That's the best ritual right now for, for, for where we are with Arsenal.
3: And it, and it still ain't working. Billy, you've got and a good one though. Ain't <laughs> I
0: mean, I've got, yes, I, I mean, I've got a good one, man. It's wicked. I mean, I'm going to say for, the, for
1: England, because like I said, I've got to all the England games, and, and for the Euros... I made sure that, basically, I was wearing the same shirt, the same trousers, the same shoes. When I went with my daughter, my daughter Bella goes with me, and when I was wearing something, she's like, going to me, you weren't wearing that shirt. You weren't, you know what I'm saying? So she's making sure I stepped out. And obviously, you got to the final, so I think it must have worked. But for Brentford, we, uh, we drink at a pub called The Globe, Wicked Pub, you know what I'm saying? And we knew old Griffin Park, eight minutes walk to The Globe. We used to walk a particular way, and we used to go that way. And if somebody used to try and divert us and take us, like, slightly left over a different bridge everyone used to get really upset and scared because if we went that way, we think we're going to lose, you know what I'm saying? So we used to do that for that game. But this now, we have obviously moved to a new stadium, so no one knows the routine. So we don't actually know which way to go. So we had to walk out the pub, down the Great West Road, longer walk, 15 minutes walk to the game, this time But because we beat Arsenal in our first game of the season, we now know exactly what our route is to the game. So listen, that's it. So definitely check out prideofwest.london in about 15 minutes. That's going to be live because that podcast is absolutely brilliant. Trust me.
3: Always giving rival fans what they want, eh, Robbie? Uh, Right, thank you
1: very much, guys. Billy Grant there, a Brentford
3: fan, and Robbie Lyle from AFTV after Brentford's brilliant win, uh, first Premier League win uh, against Arsenal last night, a 2-0 victory.
1: You can check out all our besotted podcasts on Pride of West. London.
3: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's.
1: terms and conditions apply 5 years or 100,000 miles whichever comes first
2: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology driver's responsibility to stay alert drive safely and control vehicle at all times
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network Talk Sport powered by Fans